Peachtree Station in Peachtree Corners. What's happening with home values in that neighborhood? And man, when a builder refuses to enforce its own covenants, what is a new construction home buyer to do? And should you have a separate HVAC system in your basement? Really? I mean, really? My name is Cleve Gaddis, and you're listening to Your Move Atlanta, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts, so home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without the worry that typically accompanies one of life's biggest investments. And we want to talk. Just go to yourmoveatlanta.com, Y-O-U-R-M-O-V-E, atlanta.com, yourmoveatlanta.com. Ask questions. We love it. Make comments, push back. If you think we're wrong on something or you have a different opinion, let us know. We also want you to share ideas. Visit today, and if you want to, you can actually subscribe to our podcast. Just go to yourmoveatlanta.com, Y-O-U-R-M-O-V-E, atlanta.com. Got a listener question. I don't have the name of the person who asked this listener question, and I apologize. Uh, It should be on here, but I failed to put it in the right place. The question says... We were in contract to purchase a new home, but after driving through the neighborhood several times, we noticed the HOA slash builder. I assume early in the process, the builder is in control of the HOA. But we noticed the HOA builder isn't making people follow the covenant. Some homes don't have garage doors. Wow. People are parking vehicles in their front yard and holding barbecues in their front yard. We are willing to lose our $11,000 deposit to cancel, but is there any way we can get our money back? Oh, my gosh. I feel badly for the people who ask the question. I mean, they're thinking, I'm going to be embarrassed to live in this neighborhood. I don't want to live in a neighborhood I'm embarrassed to live in. I know you don't want to live in a neighborhood you're embarrassed to live in. And yet, people in the neighborhood don't have garage doors, and I assume they mean the, the rolling garage doors. The one like you'd push a button and the garage door would go up. Kind of embarrassing, especially if they're front entry garages, to have no garage doors and be able to see into the garage. Certainly not in any neighborhood do you want people parking in their front yard, front driveway, yes. Front in the street in the front of the house, maybe every so often, but not in their front yard and people holding barbecues. I guess you can probably hold a barbecue wherever you want to. I haven't thought about this. I guess you could do it in your front yard, but if you would drive through the neighborhood and everybody is barbecuing in their front yard over a weekend, that may not be a place that you would choose to invest your money in. But let's talk about this scenario. So this, I assuming it, I assume it's a couple because they say we, uh, and they put a home under contract. They've put up $11,000 in earnest money or deposit or upgrades or something like that. And now they've decided that they're willing to lose the $11,000 not to have to buy the house. Man, that's a big deal. Thank goodness, knock on wood, I've never had to make a decision that would cause me to lose $11,000 in order to move on and not have to do something that I did not want to do. But I'm guessing that they want to live someplace that they're proud of, not something... They are embarrassed of. So let's talk about it. I am not an attorney. I am not a community association managing expert. But let me talk to you a little bit about how this would work in my opinion. The reality is I don't know that there is any way for them to prove that the builder has violated their written agreement with them unless the written agreement says something along the line that the builder will enforce 
the covenants, conditions, and restrictions, or the CCRs for the neighborhood. Now, my guess is, is that the new home contract says that the buyers, the people who are now upset about the way the builder is running the homeowners association, it says that the buyers acknowledge that they will be subject to covenants, conditions, and, strict, and restrictions, and bylaws. But I don't know that I've ever seen a contract that says the builder will agree to enforce all of the covenants, conditions, and restrictions. Now, I think it is safe to assume if you're a home buyer and you're looking to buy a home in a neighborhood that the builder, who is the declarant, that means they are the, the, the entity, it is the entity that declares the covenants, conditions, and restrictions. And typically the builder remains the declarant, basically remains in charge of the homeowners association until a certain percentage of the homes in the neighborhood are sold. I've seen that be anywhere from 70%, 80%. It'll all be in the HOA documents. But I don't know that I've ever seen anything that says a builder will be responsible for enforcing the covenants. So as the builder... They are saying, we will sell you this house. It's going to be subject to these covenants. And in the state of Georgia, it is a buyer beware state, which means it is the buyer's responsibility to verify anything and everything that needs to be verified before they get through the due diligence, and per- uh, due diligence period, the inspection period, certainly before they go to closing. But my suggestion is this, and I so wish I knew who wrote this question in. I hope you're listening and I hope this information is helpful. I think if I were you, I would be very honest and upfront with the builder. I would tell the builder that you were buying a home in a subdivision that had covenants and conditions and restrictions because you wanted the neighborhood to be maintained at a certain standard. My guess is that because they've driven through the neighborhood and they have gotten the feeling that it's not being maintained acceptably, that they have a certain standard in mind. And I know from the question that they expect all garages to have garage doors. They expect people not to park their cars in the yard. And I wonder what price range this subdivision, man, it could be a four or $500,000 subdivision. Wouldn't that be embarrassing uh, for the builder? But they also certainly don't want people barbecuing in the front yard, not on a regular basis. And so you have the builder who entered into a contract to sell the home, but you also have the builder that is the declarant of the homeowners association. I think it's reasonable to assume that if the builder has covenants, conditions, and restrictions for the homeowners association, that the builder would enforce those covenants and conditions and restrictions. And I think I probably would have a conversation with the builder, maybe go out and take some pictures of things that are explicitly prohibited in the covenants, conditions, and restrictions. I assume you probably got a copy of the covenants, conditions, and restrictions when you entered into the contract with the builder. If not, you certainly should request one. And I think it might make sense to point out to the builder where it is not enforcing the covenants and restrictions and conditions of the neighborhood. I think I would tell them that you have decided that the neighborhood is not right for you because if the builder is not willing to enforce the covenants, conditions, and restrictions at this point, that you have no reason to believe that the builder would change and start enforcing them later. 
I don't have any experience with whether or not a builder would be influenced by that and whether or not they would determine that they needed to give you your $11,000 back. But I will tell you, for $11,000, it absolutely positively makes sense to give it a try. I would be very thoughtful. I would be very respectful with the builder. Uh, I would tell the builder that you just simply cannot see yourself living in that neighborhood, and you feel like because the covenants, conditions, and restrictions or bylaws or whatever is referenced in the purchase and sale agreement was referenced in the agreement, you thought that both parties would be bound by that because I think that is a logical conclusion. I just can't imagine what it feels like to put your money where your mouth is, buying a home, put up some earnest money, drive through the neighborhood and realize that you would be too embarrassed to live in the neighborhood because of the way people are acting in the neighborhood. And if you're out there listening and you like to have no garage doors on your house and park your cars in the front yard, I don't mean any disrespect by that. But in a lot of cases, uh, people want to have nice, quiet enjoyment of their neighborhood and they don't want to um, they don't want to be embarrassed as people drive into the neighborhood. The reality is most of us want to be proud of where we live, and we want to be proud when somebody comes to see us. And so hopefully, uh, whoever asked the question, if you have any additional questions, just reach out to us, yourmoveatlanta.com, Y-O-U-R-M-O-V-E, atlanta.com. If you want to sell your home and you feel stuck or that the coronavirus crisis might force you to sell for less or it'll take you longer than you expected to sell and you'll miss your deadline or your time frame, well, the coronavirus might have actually improved your chances for success because it pushed the amount of inventory down in the Atlanta market. So we'd like the opportunity to show you how to get $28,000 more for your home than what your neighbor sold for and make your timing work out perfectly. We can ensure the entire process also is safe for everyone involved, especially you. Just visit yourmoveatlanta.com, Y-O-U-R-M-O-V-E, atlanta.com, and click on $28,000 more to unlock your home's full value and make timing really a non-issue. But be careful, though, and don't click unless you really want to sell your home for $28,000 more than your neighbor. Again, it's yourmoveatlanta.com, Y-O-U-R-M-O-V-E, atlanta.com, and click on $28,000 more. After these messages, Peachtree Station in Peachtree Corners, and do you really need a separate HVAC system for your basement? Stick with us.